welcome everyone to the Apex Sunday podcast. I'm your host, Rob Ross, and my co-host is John Dowsett. We're a couple of petrol heads and Formula One fans. We're here to discuss the Sochi Grand Prix. John, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing yeah. well. Yes. I guess we should start off with Lewis Hamilton getting his century of wins. He got his century of polls earlier this season, so it was only a matter of time, as we said in the last podcast. So we have Lewis with 100 wins from 281 starts. And if we look at the top list of race wins, we've got 91 for Schumacher and 53 for Vettel, 51 for Prost, Senna with 41, Alonso with 32, Mansell with 31, Stewart 27, Clark 25, Lauda 25, and Fangio 24. And beside that, you can see how many races it took them to achieve all those wins. The obvious point I have to make is obviously the a number of races is huge. Look at Schumacher, 308, Lewis, 281, Alonso, 329, Prost and Vettel, 199, 272, Mansell, even 188. So with Stewart, we start to see a decline in how many races they contested. Uh, Stewart, Clark, Lauda, oh, he was up there, isn't he? And then we have Fangio with only 51. So in terms of percentage, obviously Fangio is the winningest driver with 24 wins from 51 races. I, but, don't, want to be, I don't want to be a killjoy with this, but this mm -hmm. is like baseball to me. Right. And, 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 all, and all the stats. And, and I, can't, I can't say anything other than uh, I, those numbers are meaningless to me. And, and, and the reason they are is because there's so many bizarre factors involved. All the races, all the new races. Can you give me any era, any era where a team has ruled for eight years, which Mercedes has done? No. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if we want to go back, guess what? Lucky Lewis was with them the whole time. Yeah, well, see, my response to that is it kind of reminds me of, well, Lewis had McLaren backing since he was 10 years old. No wonder he's won so much. But the thing is, he's had that backing because he can win and because he does deliver. And he has had teammates throughout that entire time. He's only been beaten once in terms of a championship by Nico Rosberg. So I do agree that, you know, there are... A, thousands of factors, different factors. The, the cars are totally different from, you know, Stuart and Fangio and so forth. The circuits are different. The tires are different. So many differences, right? 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when we're in the ground and everyone who's seen Lewis is in the ground and, you know, whoever else, it's the stats and some of the stories that people will be listening to, or sorry, be looking at, right? And you will miss the nuances for sure, but it's still a massive achievement, I think. To of course, of course it is. Of course it is. Victories. I, 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 you can't deny that. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I think that if you put Yarnell truly in, in Mercedes for the last eight years, he'd be in the same position. Or, or Alonso. Or Alonso. Or... Yep. Hulkenberg, or what? I could probably name off 15 drivers. Mika yeah, Hacken. so that, that brings up the point of, you know, how do the drivers get to where they end up being in their career? And 
Lewis has done spectacularly well. Alonso, in contrast, hasn't, you know, in terms of Formula One teams that he's, you know, can't really say they're bad decisions. I mean, some of these decisions are, you could say that Lewis moving to Mercedes from McLaren, people were going, well, what are you doing? They're not, they're not a very good team at this point, but he saw what was going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he went there. I think it also it also plays into the fact that this is a team sport. And mm-hmm. somebody like Alonzo, who has a reputation for being a team wrecker. Yep. There you go. He's he's made his own future. And look at Sebastian Vettel, right? He had four championships with Red Bull. Like Alonzo, he went to Ferrari looking for championships with Ferrari. None of them happened. No. <laughs> you know, and we can't say that Vettel wouldn't have more championships if he had stayed at Red Bull or if he had went somewhere else, right? So, yeah, these are all factors. But Lewis is the only guy with a century of polls and a century of uh, wins. And I'm just extremely impressed by him. It's, and, and, you know, Fang- and Fangio's the only guy that has a 50% Mm-hmm. success rate yeah exactly <laughs> and with and and with different cars it wasn't just with one car right was he right. was he lucky in that he went from the top car to the top car yeah there's a little bit of that but sure. you know what uh, that's pretty spectacular that number of a hundred will it fall one day well nobody thought that schumacher's michael schumacher's records would Fall and had one by one, they've all gone by the wayside with Lewis just decimating the record book. Yep. Yeah, that's seven championships. People thought like Fangio's five stood for for a very long time. Yes. And Prost got to four, then Schumacher got to five, and then to seven. And then people thought it'll be a very, very long time. But here we are a few years later. And uh, I think Jackie Stewart, I think Jackie Stewart could have hit that five or seven number. Had he mm-hmm. not lost Francois Severe and just being completely destroyed, maybe not. Who knows? I mean, he said it. He said it for his, sure. He said halfway through that season, he knew he was going to retire. Right. But if he'd had a, a Ron Dennis or or I don't know another team leader that would come in and said Toto Wolf that would have come in and said, "Come on, let's go for another one. You can do it." I mean, I think he had it in him. Yeah, we if Senna had survived, he would have won more championships. Absolutely. Obviously. So and Hakkinen. less Hakkinen as well. Yep. So it's 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 still yeah a massive achievement, but it also speaks to you know we we stand on the shoulder of everyone who's come before us, and the changes in the sport are massive. Uh, Jackie Stewart retired because of the atmosphere at the time and you know the he didn't want to he didn't want to he didn't want to race in that environment anymore and that's 100 percent understandable mm-hmm. lewis and the modern drivers completely different environment yes there have been a few deaths but nowhere near as many as there used to be not to say that you know that makes any difference to the experience although you experience it more often when you were jackie stewart right so and then the reliability of the cars is completely different and almost almost 100%. It's really quite astounding. 
and also we have more races. And then the other thing is you can never really compare points because the points are different, awarded differently throughout the ages as well. Yeah. So, but, you know, Lewis uh, has delivered throughout his career. He's been supported, but he's, he's justified that support and he's given back what he's taken from them and uh, good on him. Really good achievement. You know, it's kind of funny now that I look at Lewis and, and I admire Lewis for his capabilities and is he the greatest race driver of his era? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I look back and I think, you know what? I despise Senna at the beginning of his career and then learned to love the guy just for his, his unbelievable capability. And, and there are a few other drivers like that. Ironically, mm -hmm. Michael Sch Schumacher is not one of them. Where right to the very bitter end, I just thought he was. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't appreciate him. Let's put it that way. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been a Prost guy, and a lot of people can't stand Prost. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Prost fan. I mean, yeah. if you can't race in the rain and you're going to park your car because it's raining out, <laughs> it really take up. Tiddlywinks, go bowl. Do, Ironically, you know. he went on to do some ice racing after F1. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 So let's but, move on to, sorry. Yeah, but ice racing is a completely different game. You know, it's everybody's in the same boat. And I don't think that there's a problem with aquaplaning. I've got, we've got a good, we've got one of our subscribers who is an ice, multiple, multiple, multiple ice racing champions. And, uh, and, and talking to him about ice to rubber versus rubber to ice is quite interesting. And watching him race is just spectacular. But yeah. anyway. What do they race? What kind of cars? Oh, my God. Absolutely everything. Absolutely oh, okay. everything. Yeah. Uh, he started off with Volvos, and I think he's racing an MR2. Oh, yeah. A Mark 1 MR2 Mark in, one. in, in uh, steeled ice. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So the parking brake is in use a lot? I don't think so. There's no, they don't do it that way. It's a no, and it's a hell of a lot faster than that. Like it's, uh, oh, yeah. okay, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's different than me in the winter taking my car to an yeah. empty parking lot yeah. and maybe, maybe, a parking brake. <laughs> maybe the rubber to ice, but you know, most of these guys prefer rear wheel drive cars, so they're you know you can steer with the loud pedal. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. All right, so, so let's move on to Sochi and qualifying. And before we talk about this, uh, what do you think of this circuit, John? Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's being replaced in a couple of years. So we have one more race there next season. And then the season after, there's another circuit. It's also in Russia. Hopefully it's better because this circuit, not very nice, I don't if think. If it's a new circuit, the odds are it's going to be trash. You know, the only nice certain new circuit that's come on board in the last what twenty years maybe is is I hate to say this, but in Texas, Circuit of America is for sure. Yeah, and it's a beautiful track. I love that track. Yeah. I, but that's the Americans standing up and saying this is the track we're going to build, whereas the rest of the world is building these monstrosities that are. You know, yeah, it would have been form. interesting if we'd went back to Turkey. I just don't remember. I remember the drivers really liking that circuit. Mm -hmm. So that was mm -hmm. another another good circuit. And I would also say Sepang in Malaysia. They don't race there anymore. No. They still do in MotoGP. And that's that's a nice circuit as well. Very, very, very long and large and mm -hmm. almost, it's a bit flat 
a little bit of elevation, but you know, it's kind of a combination of a new circuit mixed with the old. So I quite like that one. But let's talk about qualifying. Qualifying, I thought, was kind of interesting because it started in the wet, and that always makes for some interesting, you know, situations. And Giovinazzi didn't do too well this race or this qualifying session. The biggest thing in Q1 that I noticed is that Alonso went out on, he was the only one who went out on wets instead of intermediates. Mm -hmm. and he was 11 seconds off the pace. So he switches to inters and goes 1.5 seconds off pole. <laughs> yes. So uh, quite a, you know, tires, the intermediates and wets, you know, that's quite a drastic difference between even those type of wet tires. So pretty interesting. And then both Williams made it into Q2 and Mick Schumacher clinches the qualifying battle with Mazepin in Q1. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, no surprise to anyone. <laughs> I, you know what? It, it was, for me, encapsulating the whole qualifying, mm -hmm. it, it was better than the race for me. It was phenomenal yeah. because the way the track was, was uh, getting faster and faster and faster, it was almost like watching a, tra a track rubber in that mm -hmm. was a, you know, a, a virgin track. It, it, that wasn't the case, but as it dried out, it got so much faster. You looked at it and think, my God, if Mazaspin had been in, in the last, in, in, in Q3, and he was the last one out, there was a very good chance he could have been on pole. It was that, it was that <laughs> like all over, over the map. It was wonderful. Right. right. Yeah. And that's why people would never go for single lap qualifying ever again, because if you start in the rain, you're at the back and, and so forth. So it also, it also spoke again to what we talked about last time, which is banking a fast lap early. And, um, and that's what hurt Lewis. Right. Yeah. And, you know, leaving it to the last moment and then spinning. Mm -hmm. what, what, what we just said, he's the, the best racer of his era. And, and what does he do? He spins in qualifying. He never, he doesn't do that. But, and and it and it it took me aback because it made me realize just how good he is is that he doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we saw Stroll. He always does well in the wet, which I find interesting. Why? Like, there's drivers who usually do very well in the dry, and then they have mixed wet results. But with Stroll, it's good in the wet, mixed dry results. I don't know. I, I, I think that I think that all that tells me is that it's his confidence level. Mm. And now he's and, and it and it's so true when it rains and you're in an inferior car, it just boosts you up so high because you can say, hey, this is a great equalizer and this separates the men's men from the boys. Right. They can't get their power down. We can't get our power down, but we don't we don't have their power. So this is we've got a perfect chance right. and 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 then it's sort of hot spot it's sort of like those those young bucks that we're watching that are willing to do the crazy things and and it gives you the ability to do that i think right right well obviously the other the biggest story in qualifying is russell getting his first pole position 
I also thought it was funny that both sites. You mean Norris? Norris, oh, sorry, got his first book. Sorry, Norris. Yeah, Russell mm -hmm. got into Q3 again, but um, Science and Lewis spin, but they still start in the first couple rows. <laughs> so that you know mm -hmm. goes back to your point about like the craziness of qualifying. And Crofty said, you know, just like I just made a mistake and mixed up Russell and Norris. Crofty said that. Science is Lando's teammate during qualifying, but that was last season. And yeah. he said that Russell will be driving for Mercedes next week, but obviously he meant next season. <laughs> he was pretty excited this week, wasn't he, Crofty? Uh, he, was, he was over the top. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was... I hope that he continues with these mistakes because I'd really like to see him move on right. and, and, and cover horse racing or something because it... <laughs> They they like that kind of yelling in those sports. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really looking forward to the race in a sense because of the qualifying and Max being at the back and mm -hmm. so forth. But mm -hmm. let's start and talk about the race. It was a great race. It was a great race. You know, still I like the qualifying better, but it was a great race. It was it was it had everything. Laughed, I cried. And Crofty yelling. Like, oh, the beginning, he just could not stop. And I'm thinking, like, calm down. Like, it's it's just normal racing here. It's not, you know, the most exciting thing you've ever seen. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But I guess the biggest story about the race is obviously Norris and the decision that he made. And... What can you say about that decision? You, it's easy to say in hindsight. I would have done the same thing. I yeah. would have done the same thing. Yeah. It, it there's three, there three laps left. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? I've only got three laps. My yes. God. Nobody's going to catch me in three laps. Take the and gamble. If, and, and, if he'd, and if he'd managed to um, hold off a little bit on his uh, back off just a little bit more than, than he did, mm. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I he he slid off the track, and I don't know if you had the same sort of awe as I did watching him slide off the track. But there was zero control. It was just yeah. his aquaplaning, and the next thing you know, he he's sliding, and there's nothing he could do. No. And he was going at just in a ridiculously slow spe uh, speed when he did that too. Yeah. Um, my heart goes out to him. That's all. Yeah, it reminds say. me a little bit of Leclerc in Monaco deciding with Ferrari not to change the engine just in case, and then and then uh, right they, they paid for it. But in that situation, you gamble, and some when you gamble, you either win or lose. And you can't if you gamble all the time and you lose all the time, then you've got an issue. <laughs> initially, uh, initially, it's not the case here. So. Initially, I thought. There's the there's the prime example of of the old horse winning in Lewis because he religiously listens to his team. And if you look at the odds, if you were to put on a chart, 90% of the time the, the the engineers and the team strategy is better than his. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't work, he's perfectly welcome to you know, say our team screwed up and blah blah blah, and and you know, and 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 be a, a little girl about it, and everybody's fine with that. But guess what? He still listens to the team. 
Yeah. And they said, they said that he, they called him in and he said, no, I'm going to stay out one lap. And then they, during that lap that he stayed out, they persuaded him to come in. But, and he listened. But Lando, on the other hand, um, they, I listened to the radio, so maybe I didn't get it all, but it was like they were putting it in his, well, yeah. His, it, they weren't saying, get in here and change your tires. No, they did not. And you contrast that with Ricardo's radio conversations with McLaren, and they're completely different. They're very yes. calm. And he's just, yeah, I think we should do this, and we think you should do that. And they, you know, they did it. And Lando, they left it up to him. Uh, so, but, you know, I just, I admire him for taking the risk. He, it just didn't pay off this time. That's all right. there is to it, you know. So, and then Lewis gets his 100th win, and then, astoundingly even though it happens so often we have max verstappen from the very back coming in second place and phenomenal phenomenal bizarre. and then science i thought during the race that he had screwed up because he was down the field but he managed to uh, get a podium again so that was good as well although he felt he could have won but most drivers, when they're close to victory, think they could have made a couple of decisions that would make them win. Watching, watching the start of the race, mm -hmm. it was a given that, that he was going to go into corner 01 ahead of everybody, or it could have possibly even been Russell going into, going into corner one first because the toe is so important at that track. It's so long. What it is? It it's almost it's almost a kilometer to to the first corner. I forget what it is. It's something like eight hundred and ninety. Yeah, it's meters or something. You go around the corner, and then there's another straight, basically. Right. So they got that toe, and initially I was thinking, what about all the guys in the back? But they're all getting the same toe. So this is just the guy at the front that gets messed up, right? Yes. Yeah, it's probably the worst pole position circuit you can have there. Right. <laughs> And, you know, Bottas didn't do well for a change. What was he driving? What yeah, was he driving? And, and there was, was a lot of bad pit stops this race as well. Yes. So, yeah, yes. it's, it's just crazy. And Alonso was right up there. That was, that's a nice result for Fernando Alonso coming in in sixth. Yeah, and Kimi eighth on his return from COVID. Yeah. So that was good. Perez ninth. Not very good there. Russell if does Perez well is, score a point. If Perez is in the same car that, that Verstappen is, and Verstappen comes from the very back <laughs> and finishes second, and, yeah. per, and Perez, where did Perez start? Uh, I can't re recall, but higher not than well. last. Not, not well. And Perez so started, he started ninth. So he started ninth and finished ninth. <laughs> I guess Max is happy they signed him for another year. Yes. But he's not going to do a very good job at holding off his competitors. Anyway. Especially Russell, right? If Russell does well with the Mercedes and gets in tune with it quickly, then Sergio's going to have to step up his game. It's a given he will. Look what he did when he hopped in it for, for one race. Yes. But, you know, the new formula and all that. So Right. We'll see. Yes. All right. So Lewis, Lewis, uh, I was. It was good seeing Lewis win. I have to say it. I, 
I would have loved to have seen seen Lando up there, mm-hmm. but we've got really a championship now between um, two guys, and to watch Verstappen come roaring up through the way he did, and then the fluke at the end that he should have finished seventh, sixth or seventh. Um, right. But yeah, that's incredible. And then we've got the race for third, and the race for third is as as big as anything else and i uh, i still think that lando has a very good opportunity to take that and and yeah and science could be fourth and bottas could be sixth or seventh yeah perez and bottas they they one of those should be third but they're but they're they're probably not going to do it so no so how would you rate this race i'm giving it a five i think I, i was less impressed than you were what about you? Um, I'm the same. I'm I'm gonna oh, yeah. say it, I'm gonna say it was about a five. For the most part, I expected a little bit more action, mm-hmm. a little bit more um, seeing driver skills in the wet. Yeah, it's the usual sort of. It's extent. It, there's a kind of a Formula One race where it's bookended, where the start pretty interesting, the end pretty interesting. The middle, just a bunch of blank pages, basically. Very NASCAR. Yeah. Very NASCAR. So it was, it was kind of like that. And yeah. What about driver of the race? Well, that's a really tough one for me. That's it a is. really tough one for me because... Norris, Norris won the official driver of the race. Yeah, but that's out of sentiment. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to have to go with Max. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to Even go with I, Max. Or yeah, Lewis. I, I, still, both of those guys did a a staggering job. Yeah. It's hard to say, isn't it? All the top, the top three are, we're all really, really good. Uh, I'm going to go with Lewis though, because he, he got more points than Max. Uh, Max did spectacularly from the back, obviously, but I don't know. Lewis is challenged this year and he's, he's responding well. So I'll give it to Lewis and yours is Max then. Yeah. I I mean, the man started last. Did he, and he, is in the in the second spot. Yeah, pretty incredible. <laughs> pretty incredible on a track that it's hard to pass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're all hard to pass, but yeah. All right, so let's go on to the news. Well, for the news, we have Martin Whitmarsh to Aston Martin. So the former former McLaren genius, yeah. So Aston Martin looks to be Stroll seems to be investing very much in it and wants it to be a, a top team. So I'm very interested to see mm-hmm. if that can be the case. Sort of like like a Williams used to be, where an independent person comes in, runs a team. Obviously, they've got money. Where Williams mm-hmm. ran out of money, but. Still have a customer engine, but that's fine. We've, you know, again, Williams used to win with Renault engines. They didn't build the engine; they won championships. McLaren, so, McLaren as well. So, you know, that's the kind of team he seems to be setting up and getting Whitmarsh. I think is a good decision. You know, I don't. I'm not a. Whit, I don't know Whitmarsh's record very well, but he seemed to be a manager and a, a guy that people responded well to, but Ron Dennis eventually didn't care for him as far as I 
understand it. So that's why he left McLaren. I read the Ron Dennis book and, and I don't think whether he likes somebody or dislikes somebody carries any weight whatsoever. Cause the guy's an absolute, whoa, there's a character. <laughs> uh, <I know. laughs> Martin, Martin Whitmarsh on the other hand, um, is responsible for some really, really spectacular things. Okay. Um, and I sort of look at Ron Dennis as somebody who had horseshoes. Hmm. Um, he, the, the guy, he's sort of like Bernie Ecclestone, can't do anything wrong. Bernie Ecclestone was up on, on hundreds of millions of dollars of tax fraud charges, and he just walked away from it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy's got, yeah. And Whereas Whitmarsh, if, we owe, if we owe the government $5, they'd be trying to put us in jail or something. Right. <laughs> Like all the guys in in jail for twenty years for on weed charges. Yeah, yeah. So Whitmarsh is a great signing. That oh, huge. Yeah. I, it shocked me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That they're they're lining it all up, aren't they? I mean, they're mm -hmm. they're getting the they're getting the tall foreheads in there to get this thing working. So should be interesting. Maybe that's why. When I heard that news, I thought of Lewis. Mercedes talking him from McLaren to come to Mercedes and maybe Stroll said to Vettel, look at what we're going to build. But Vettel is a lot older than Lewis was, so I don't know how long Vettel will stay around for. But anyways, he can be, I think he's probably enjoying being in that kind of team at the moment, not sort of an established team where he's expected to win the championship right away. So there's we'll got to be, there's got to be a great, deal of satisfaction in taking a fresh vehicle and in or a fresh race car and developing it mm -hmm. and what a better guy to do it than Vettel yeah well, especially with his record too and I yeah. and I can see Lewis doing that I could see Lewis stepping down to to a lower team just so he can experience that again I, yeah. it, it's it's got to be stressful as hell for him to be at the front for all those years and all the pressure and I I'm surprised I'm surprised at his demeanor. It's got to be. You know, yeah, it is... does. It adds up because Mika Hakkinen, he just said after his second, he just said to David Coulthard, okay, it's your turn. You know, it's, it's so exhausting mentally. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to do it, you know, he's trying for his, his eighth this season. So it's, that's these repeat champions. That's why they're probably repeat champions as well, because they have that, that medal to them that, mm -hmm. uh, to go on and on. So yeah, there very a, impressive. There was a good thing in the, in the, in the Schumacher Netflix debacle where the Hallmark, said, the Hallmark documentary. Oh my God. <laughs> but there were, there were, you know, a few nuggets and sure. nuggets in it. One was when he was first signed mm -hmm. and they were sitting in a cafe with millions of people walking around and oh, nobody yeah. even noticed them. And he said, you know, oh, two weeks later, his life was finished for that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. And he seemed, they implied that he was a very private guy, whatever that right. means, I guess. Not comfortable with the celebrity. Like, his son seems to be far more comfortable with that kind of thing. He's a little mm -hmm. reserved still, personality-wise, I think. But he's, he's definitely not sort of as tight as Michael was. But... uh yeah, we'll talk about that documentary in a separate podcast. It's uh, it's going to be hard to rewatch to talk about 
but <laughs> we'll talk soon. Yeah. See you later, John. Thanks, bye, Rob. Bye. And don't forget to click, share, and and uh, what else? Subscribe. Subscribe. Like. Like. Share. Share. Hit the bell. Hit the like. Stuff. All that stuff. I do. And come when back I, again. I have found that when I am. <laughs> Watching other YouTube videos, I'm more like I. You just take it for granted all the effort and so forth. But now I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to like this because I got some valuable information. I enjoyed this video, so you know, it's unfortunate the way Google doesn't work on views only. You have to click the like. So there you go. Yes. All right. Thanks, talk Rob. to you soon. Bye bye. Ciao, man. Bye bye.